Hello, Internet. My name is Jonathan Cook. And I'm Matt Noble. Something about the 30 Rock? Yeah, that's the 30 Rock song. Theme music. Yeah, classic. <laughs> what are you doing, Matt? What are you, what are, what are you playing with? What are, what are those noises? Oh, just uh, playing Words with Friends. Um, okay, can I do that on the podcast? Uh, don't know. I, I don't feel like I have your full attention. Let's see if the listeners can help out. I've got a UFCV BID, and I'm trying to build off an O. Probably not, seeing as this isn't like a two-way method of communication. Yeah. Will, will you still be trying to do this word like when, <laughs> <laughs> when the podcast is uploaded sometime from now? Probably not. <laughs> so... I get the feeling you don't want me to play words with friends on the podcast. <laughs> what do you think this is, Jonathan? American Airlines? You don't get the joke, do you? <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing. It's Alec Baldwin got kicked off an American Airlines fight, flight for playing words with friends. Star of 30 Rock. Who are we doing the podcast on today? So they come down the aisle and say, oh, you got to turn off like your electronic devices or whatever, landing. Is that what happened? And yeah. he's like, no, I'm playing with words with friends. Yeah. And he refused to stop playing. They kicked him off. I think so. What a badass. <laughs> that is by far the most interesting words with friends related story I've ever heard. It was all over the news when this happened. You didn't hear it? No, I have heard of words with friends and... Alec Baldwin. <laughs> someone who doesn't have words with friends, uh, I generally find words with friends stories pretty uninteresting. But, uh... That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, this is what Baldwin tweeted when this went down. Flight attendant on American reamed me out for playing words W friends while we sat at the gate, not moving. Hashtag, no wonder Americans Airlines is bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably do that in my uh, Jack Donaghy voice. Lemon. Liz Lemon. Lemon. <laughs> Good God, Lemon. Yeah, that's not bad. Like, it's not very good, but it's probably better, <laughs> it's probably better than mine. I'm uh, Jack Donaghy. <laughs> okay, he, people always say their own names <laughs> in your impressions of them. Like, like I'm Frozone. I'm Jack Donaghy. Okay. Now, as I was kicked off this flight, the word I was playing was United. <laughs> Somehow I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> you probably uh, call Tina Fey and ask for a good quip to, uh, to tweet. <laughs> okay, 30 Rock, let's start talking about the show. And I think we're expecting a special guest, a friend of yours, is popping in. Could be. So, 30 Rock, fill us in. I know you're a big fan of the show. 30 Rock, it's a TV show, mm-hmm. comedy series on NBC. Uh, created by Tina Fey, everyone's favourite lady. Yep. Not my favourite, but she's very good. <laughs> In which she's the head writer of a TV show, TGS, The Girly Show, mm-hmm. which is kind of like Saturday Night Live, the show that she mm. worked on in real life. Mm. Uh, sort of a sketch variety show. Mm. It's basically her dealing with Jack Donaghy, played by Alec Baldwin, who's sort of the, the head of the uh, department that owns... Mm. NBC, the channel, and her having to deal with the performers and people that work there and mm. boyfriends and all that jazz. Mm. And it's a pretty good show. Yeah. And initially, the show was pretty well received. It- I think, well, we, we, when it first started, 
there were two shows that were starting. It was Aaron Sorkin's Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, <laughs> a one-hour drama series behind the scenes of a sketch comedy show, and Tina Fey's um, 30 Rock behind the scenes of a, a half-hour sitcom behind the scenes of a uh, late-night comedy show. Uh, they were both on NBC. Uh, yeah, one of these shows uh, won three uh, Best Comedy Series Emmys and has gone on for seven-plus seasons. The other one, oh, we've got our visitor, Jonathan. We've got Dutchie in. Oh, we didn't get you a chair, Dutchie. Yeah, we don't have a chair for the guests. It didn't stand. He uh, <laughs> seems to be a bit out of breath, so <laughs> we'll just let him continue to... Come back. Some more. <laughs> Come back. Come back to him. He can't speak. <laughs> yeah. You probably had to park quite a way away from my place. But, uh, so, by my place, we mean the Screen Verdict private offices, yeah. the, the, the building in which yeah. we, uh, we record the show, yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, one of these shows, uh, Studio 60, did not make it past one season. So, yeah, the show did very well. They, the Emmys has uh, been pretty popular. Hmm. It's gone on for a while, though. And every season... Now, I'm, I'm usually a bit... Like, I love the show. Yeah, I'm always watching the show. But usually I'll, I'll watch it a bit after it comes out. And every season they go, oh, this is the season that 30 Rock's going downhill. Yeah, not as good as last season. People have been saying this yeah. since season three. Yeah. And every season I disagree with them. Mm. Every season I expect season four to not be as good as three. Four or five not to be as good as four. And every season I am handsomely rewarded with a great season of 30 Rock. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Will season six... Hold up the uh, <laughs> yeah the line of continually good seasons. In my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. Yeah, so we thought probably I, I'm a bit of a fan of Thirty Rock, but do not like it as much as you. Uh, the first season I quite enjoyed it. Second season I really liked, and then I'd probably be one of these people. Uh, season three wasn't as good. <laughs> as, uh, season two, season four wasn't as good as season three. But uh, no, it is a very funny show, and it, it, it is one of the the better shows on TV. So. I thought for 30 Rock, the best thing to do would be able to go through each of the characters and what they got up to this past season, uh, because it is a fairly character-based show, maybe more than story-based. Yeah? So we'll tell you where some of the characters are up to. Mm. 30 Rock, not a drama show, not that plot-based. No. But if for some reason you don't want to know where the characters are up to for this season, that is going to be what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. So just a heads up. Okay. So we should probably start with uh, Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon. A good name. Played by Tina Fey. <laughs> One of the 20 best sitcom characters of the past 20 years. According to Screen Verdicts, yes. Yeah, I've heard of them. They yeah. do good work. Yeah. What did Liz get up to this season? Liz's story for the season is that she has a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty cool. It's Cyclops from X-Men. Oh, Okay. Not quite. He's played by James Marsden, who played Cyclops in the X-Men films. Okay. And he's pretty cool. And her thing is about, again, this has come up before, but whether she wants a baby. Yeah. And so it's about working things out with this guy, whether she wants to take that step. And that sort of is mm. the underlying thing for her throughout the season. Yeah. Now, the, the, the uh, Jack does not really approve of this boyfriend that she has. Um, he's quite a bit younger than her. He doesn't really have a job. He owns a hot dog van. Yeah. Is an Ivy League educated. Yeah. I guess here's a question. Okay, you're in Jack's position as a friend of Liz's. Maybe someone who sees yourself as a bit of a mentor to her. What is your advice? Do you think stay in this relationship with this, out of work, 
sort of like a guy that just stays at home on the couch a lot of the day guy who who um is much younger than her? Or do you say go go for it? This is a good guy for you. I think on the surface, he's perhaps not ideal. Mm. But if you look at Liz's track record with men, he's probably one of the better ones. Mm. And then when you get to know him, I think their relationship actually works. I think his laid-back attitude sort of mixes well with her sort of slightly more neurotic take on things. And I think they're a good pair. And I think they're very funny together as well. Uh, I think one of my favourite things was when there's sort of a bit of a thing about him not being necessarily that manly and because he's a bit mm. younger and stuff. She refers to the, the two of the pair of them as Thelma and Louise. And he was like, come on, Bonnie and Clyde. I'm a boy. We've talked about this. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm a fan. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, again, is this the best guy in the world? No. But does he work with Liz? I guess he sort of does. Uh, I think, like, especially since she works a lot, it's actually probably better to, like, him staying around the house, especially if she does decide to go through with having a baby. Uh, he can probably spend some of his time looking after that baby and, uh, you know, provide things. Um, you know, I'm a big believer that uh, people who uh, spend their time at home looking after children, that's the hardest job in the world. And, uh <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's, like, in some ways... I think you're pandering to a non-existent demographic (laughs) and, like, the screen (laughs) bird listeners. All you single mums out there, or stay-at-home mums, (laughs) doing a really good job. All the stay-at-home mums listening to our podcast. 18-year-old Billy's just like, what do you want about? Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're staying at home. They've got plenty of time to listen to our podcast. So... (laughs) I'm doing all my good work. (laughs) So... It sort of, I guess, has not been as funny as her relationships with other people. I like it, but I think, especially as the, season, the show's gone on for quite a while, and it's going to be wrapping up in its seventh season. So this mm. is season six. Yes. Season seven is going to be the final season. Mm. I think you want Liz to find someone yeah. proper. Like, I don't think she can be with Dennis. Even though Dennis yeah, is yeah. funny, mm. we can't keep doing that anymore. We need to find someone who's more suitable for her, and I think they found someone that is that, but is also funny. So is he the one for Liz Lemon? Is this... Is the, we're going to see the end of 30 Rock is going to be her and this guy together? That's a good question. I think so. If they just bring up someone new in the final season, I'm not sure how easy that'll be to buy as a 30 Rock viewer. Yeah, Okay. That's it. I am going to guess no. I don't think he's going to be the one for Liz Lemon. So should we move along to Jack? Jack Donaghy. Yeah, let's do it. Jack Donaghy, Liz's boss, head of NBC, sort of programming or something like that. What did he get up to this year? Well, Jack has a couple of things. One, his wife is not here. Mm -hmm. She has been... uh, Kidnapped, she's being held in North Korea by Kim Jong-un. Pretty ridiculous storyline. Yeah. I think it's basically just an excuse to not have... Elizabeth Banks. ...there for the whole season, just get her in for one or two episodes. Yeah. He's dealing with uh, his baby, he's got a baby girl that he has Mm -hmm. to look after, and Jack's pretty busy with his business wheeling and dealing, so Mm -hmm. he's not accustomed to looking after a kid on his own. And... He has to deal with an unsatisfying job. Uh, NBC has been taking over by Cable Town, mm-hmm. not with GE anymore. And they're a sort of very family-friendly, um, kind of liberal company in terms of their business dealings. They're not kind of like the high-powered corporate GE that Jack loved working for. Yeah. 
And so he's trying to figure out his place and where he can go from here Hmm. within the company, which is kind of mentioned a lot throughout the season. But in terms of like plot developments, there aren't really that many things that happen throughout the season. No, there's, I guess, two sort of things for Jack. He decides to start making couches and um, he has quite a few episodes with Avery, his wife's mum. How did you find the Jack and Avery's mum stuff? I really like Jack as a character, and I really like Alec Baldwin's ability to sort of embody that and deliver all the lines, and I think the one line is good. But in terms of his stories this season, I was pretty underwhelmed by all of them. I think the thing with the mother was just slightly irritating. You didn't really want it to go there. The couches didn't go anywhere. Mm. The ads for them, the promos, were were funny, I thought. Mm. Yeah, they were really good. I preferred it when he was with GE and... Don Geis was his mentor and he was trying to climb that ladder and he's competing with other people and you got to see yeah. the, the real vicious business Jack Donoghue come Yeah, out. that was really cool. I think at the moment Jack's a bit lost and that kind of comes through in the show. Mm. He's almost been neutered a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, and that's not what I want to see in, no, Jack, in Jack Donoghue. Yeah. yeah, I sort of agree with what you say with Jack. I think he is such a funny character though. I just, I just was watching the season, the more I watched the season, I go, I love this character. Like there's... A see, uh, there's an episode where he is wearing a tuxedo in his office, and someone goes, oh, do you have a, like, a black tie function? And he goes, no, Lemon, I uh, lost all my other cufflinks, and the only ones I had left were my tuxedo cufflinks. And I wouldn't wear a regular suit with tuxedo tux... And I wouldn't wear a regular suit with tuxedo cufflinks. Then I'd look ridiculous. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, comments like that are just so... The way he views the world is just so uh, funny. Now, we have, we have Dutchie in... And um, Dutchie had some pretty strong opinions on Alec Baldwin, didn't you, Dutchie? Yeah, well, I think he sucks. Oh, my. Oh. Well, yeah, I think it's just the way he looks, really. Um, <laughs> the way he looks? How does he look? I don't know, I just don't like the look of him. You don't <laughs> like his hair? To be fairly honest, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the, the picture in Wikipedia, because I okay, have been I'll... looking... How, how much of 30 rocket have you seen? In how, how many minutes have I seen? Okay, how many minutes have you seen? Well, zero. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we're going to refer to this as a Wikipedia review. <laughs> Dutchie's <laughs> opinion on 30 Rock based on its Wikipedia article. But, uh, but, uh, but I am glad. I am glad that he stayed around for uh, uh, six and seven because he was thinking about going to other media forms. <laughs> so I am glad he has stayed in... Uh, in uh, in the uh, in the show, especially if you don't like the look of him, you're probably pretty pleased that he is. Um, <laughs> just got See the, what I mean? I just got the Wikipedia, Wikipedia guys. <laughs> this is the, the uh, we just over the Wikipedia page. Uh, this is a pretty ridiculous hairdo on the Alec Baldwin picture. I think we've got a uh, picture for the podcast thumbnail. Yeah, this is That's a pretty <laughs> terrible picture of Alec. Baldwin. I see we're coming right now, Dutchie. We'll, we'll we'll get some. We'll Google some. Uh, better Alec Baldwin than shots. Because if you're judging him on that, that's probably... Oh, man. Have you ever seen Alec Baldwin's hair like that, Jonathan? <laughs> that's ridiculous. His great hair is sort of like an unrunning joke in the show. Yeah. Like he, gets, he gets angry about something, why something's happening, and he says to God, he's like, why are you so angry with me? Is it because I have better hair than you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. I can't... Alec Baldwin obviously isn't on top of his uh, Wikipedia page obviously too busy playing words with friends but um yeah oh that's that's an awful hairdo okay but i guess you were glad he stuck with 30 rock dutchy 
Because if you don't like him, it's good that he's on a show you don't watch. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I definitely think if he uh, rocked up on the OC, I wouldn't be very too, too happy. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the OC is dead, but... Uh, <laughs> God, his time machine. <laughs> I do, do agree. On the OC. I have, I have been Googling some, uh, uh, some quotes by uh, Jack Donahue or oh. Alec Baldwin, and uh, there's some, some definitely some funny stuff there, uh, such as... Playing psychosexual mind games is our normal lemon. Uh, I think there's some other funny stuff. I think without too. context, you can definitely appreciate the humour of that, don't you? I agree. <laughs> okay. I feel uh, like I have a lot to add. So you, you are like a good, like you do like, uh, you like uh, Tina Fey at least, because you, like, you like these lines she's writing for Alec. I do like Tina Fey. I like how she's stuck with the, with, uh, the show and... As she's helped produce it, and uh, for the whole 125 episodes, um, <laughs> yeah, I do like. You know, it's it's been going for a while now since uh, 2006, uh, 11th of October. I think we make a well-rounded team because, like, me and John have done the research in watching the show, and you've done the research in reading the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I think we're like got a well-rounded knowledge of the show now. Do <laughs> you agree, John? <laughs> I think that's where we were lacking. Yeah. Like, people were constantly saying, entertaining podcast, but you don't know enough about, like, the production codes, the number <laughs> of it, like, what was the original air date of the pilot. This is yeah. the kind of things people want to be hearing on the podcast. Yeah. Here's a photo of Alec Baldwin with, like, his hair Much on the better. show. Better? Much better. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Set your watch to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should, we, should we move along to Tracy, who we probably don't have much to say about, I think. He's probably one of the weaker characters on the show. Not much to say yes. about him. If that is a metaphor for the best character on the show, uh, Tracy Jordan, played by Tracy Morgan, he is the formerly highly successful film star with who did these terrible comedy movies where he'd be in like a fat suit playing an old lady or playing a dog. He'd uh, be in movies like Who Dat Ninja. Mm. And he's now on the TV show, and he's basically a handful for Liz Lemon, who's trying to run the show, because he is this needy, ridiculous maniac, basically. Yeah. The reason why I like Tracy is because he never really has any sort of, like, important storylines, but he brings just the jokes. The one-liners that he delivers can just make an episode. I think he is the, consistently the most funny character on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's as funny as you do. I think sometimes his line delivery seems a little forced almost, um, although some of the lines he has given are hilarious. He didn't really have much of a storyline this season, though, did he? <laughs> nothing. Last season he had a huge storyline where he like was in a, a dramatic movie and won an Oscar and things, and this season he didn't really have much to do. There was one episode he said something homophobic in his comedy act, and got in in trouble and they had to deal with that, which I thought was uh, a slightly ballsy move of them to write since uh, the actor who plays him, Tracy Morgan, had uh, last year said something homophobic and gotten in a lot of hot water over that himself. I like it when shows address these things. It was a little bit like uh, Michael Richards on uh, season seven of Curb cool. Enthusiasm yes. uh, in reference to his uh, sort of outburst and problems yeah. that followed. Yeah. So I appreciate they did that with Tracy. Now, I know you say you're not the biggest fan of Tracy, but I know there was one bit that we both enjoyed. Yeah. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I wonder if we can uh, play the listeners here just a, just a bit of this an song. An excerpt, an excerpt for the purposes of review, which I think means it's legal to, to play. We walk for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys, we come in rain, they become a bull. We walk for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys, we come in rain, they become a bull. All right, that was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that is a very funny music. Anytime I hear anyone mention bar mitzvah, I'm always like, is it a werewolf bar mitzvah? Okay. I don't think enough people watch 30 Rock because mm-hmm. people usually respond with, what? Yeah. At which point I go, werewolf vomits, but spooky, scary, boys yeah. becoming men, men becoming wolves. See, I've got the reverse, because <laughs> um, I don't really run in Jewish circles much. Um, I have people uh, talking about werewolves. werewolves. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then, then uh, people are going, oh, these werewolves, and go, oh, is it a werewolf bar mitzvah? <laughs> Where yeah. was the bar mitzvah scene in the yeah. new Twilight? Yeah. Did exactly. they sing the song? Yeah. <laughs> um, they'd sing a much angstier, less funny version, <laughs> I'd imagine. So let's move along to Jenna Maroney, played by Jane Krakowski. She's uh, the female actress who, uh, throughout the course of the season, has been very insecure of her celebrity. She just really wants to be famous and more famous as possible. She's prepared to do anything to be famous. Any publicity is good publicity in her mind. And this season, she sort of makes it, to some degree, as the judge of a singing show. She's on a reality show called America Kids Got Singing, (laughs) uh, where kids uh, sing an American Idol-type show, and she plays the sort of the mean judge, and she gets to become a bit of a celebrity. You probably should have said, like, uh, The Voice-type show, because I think that's what people are into now. (laughs) American Idol's a bit bit over now. Yeah, not, not being topical with my yeah. reality show references. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was an interesting sort of plot uh, line for Jenna's character because previously she's been sort of the C-list celebrity that was doing these terrible movies like The Rural Jura, yeah. which no one can pronounce, yeah. and doing like tampon commercials and this kind of thing. So now it's easy to see how her crazy ego sort of deluded personality deals with actually having a bit of celebrity. Yeah. Just just do it okay. <laughs> just Jenna being Jenna. Yeah. Like, I don't look back on this season and go, man, it really got to Jenna's head. She was insane. Like, yeah. Um, and then she has her boyfriend who dresses up as her. Paul, played by Will Forte, is a transvestite celebrity impersonator, and he dresses up like Jenna. And to someone as egotistical as Jenna, this is the most attractive yeah. thing in the yeah. world to her. And we sort of follow their relationship. Would you, would you go out with someone who dressed up like you? No, that would be crazy. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. That's good to know. Yeah. It seems like a little more acceptable a girl doing it than a guy. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, it seems like, like, if you had a reverse, you, I don't think you'd have on Thirty Rock the reverse of this. I guess there's at least supposed to be comedy value in a man wearing a wig and makeup and a dress and jewelry and stuff. If a girl like has short hair and just wears like a hoodie and it's supposed to be me, that's that's probably not really going to be that funny on the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Senny got a little Kenneth the Page. <laughs> Everyone's favourite slack-jawed yokel, yeah. Kenneth, the relentlessly optimistic and positive mm. page who gets all the the crummy jobs to do at uh, NBC. But he just loves NBC and television so much. He does it with a smile on his face. He's a little bit like Chris, Rob Lowe's character on Parks and Recreation. Oh, okay, yeah. I've got a few friends called Chris. I was wondering if you would talk about any of them. Kenneth gets a bit of a story this season. He actually starts to climb up the ladder for once, moves up the mm. uh, NBC chain as he gets a role in... Um, Standards and Practices in which he gets to choose what's censored from shows, which is quite funny seeing as he's incredibly religious and mm. finds everything to be... Re- like, uh, yeah. in reviewing Law and Order SVU, he's like, you can't say Dick Wolf on TV. <laughs> I love it. A bit like Jack's storylines, though, I thought it was kind of interesting, but then Kenneth just kind of... It doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, I agree with that. I do like Kenneth, though, even even when he's not really adding that much to the story. I think his one-liners usually hit. Uh, like, when he gets accused of not having no ambition that he doesn't dream, he goes, You can't tell me I don't dream. Just last night I dreamt of a baby eating my hair. Yeah. <laughs> just very odd stuff yeah. from Kenneth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say I think Kenneth is better when he's not adding to the story. <laughs> that he, he is gr- a great supporting character who can deliver those great one-line quips and support people well, but when you do an episode about his character, it gets a little bit uh, annoying and over the top. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah. Mm. Something else about 30 Rock that's a bit of a calling card is they just have an incredible amount of guest stars on this show. They've had some pretty big names over the years. What did you think of the guest stars, the crop, this season? It seemed like they had less this season. Yeah. And the stars that they had were perhaps not the big names that you expect 30 Rock to be able to get. Mm. Though they were able to get uh, Kelsey Grammer, Frasier, for a couple of episodes. I thought he was very funny. Depending on which version of the live show you watched. Mm. uh, Because they they did an episode that was played live, and because of the different coast times, they did two different versions Mm. Uh, one of them had Paul McCartney. Yeah, so a huge get. I've heard there. of him. He is a guy who did music. He was in the Monkees, wasn't he? He was in the, <laughs> the Monkees. A band nearly as good as the Monkees, the Beatles. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we had him. I thought he was fairly funny. I, I thought Kelsey Grammer was very funny in his role. Just this idea that Kelsey Grammer, he plays himself, is just this guy who can do anything. And he's the problem solver. A James Bond, a real life James Bond. That's who Kelsey Grammer is. <laughs> Avery's mum, I thought, was a, a pretty interesting uh, guest casting choice. Uh, do you know why I thought that was pretty interesting? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Uh, it was played by Mary Steenburgen, Ted Danson's wife. <laughs> Ted Danson's Any wife. Any chance yeah. to mention Ted Danson on the podcast? It had been too long. Yeah. She has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, well, she she's Ted Danson's wife. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was fairly good, but it was just sort of fun to see Ted Danson's wife on TV. Just fun saying Ted yeah. Danson. <laughs> there are a couple of people I wanted to talk about. Yes. You can might you might refer to these as sort of recurring roles as opposed mm. to guest stars. Yeah, uh, we had uh, Kristen Shaw playing Hazel uh, as a as Kenneth's fellow page. Mm-hmm. And I think she was the worst guest star of the season. Whoa. I thought she was quite funny in uh, Flight of the Concords. Yeah. 
Um, she played an obsessed fan. Yeah. She basically plays the same character. She's pretty crazy and weird, and she kind of obsesses over Liz a little bit. Yeah. I thought the hit-to-miss ratio was very poor with her jokes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it was the... I'm not sure if it was the delivery or whether it was just too much. Like, it just... There's just already too many zany characters in 30 Rock where it didn't fit in. Mm. I was intrigued to see it when I saw her. I was like, oh, yeah, this could be interesting. But by the end, I didn't really like her inclusion in the show. Fair enough. The second one I wanted to talk about, and I'm sure everyone will be pleased to bring this up, Chris Parnell. Oh, yes. Back for uh, (laughs) another podcast. He plays Dr. Spaceman. Dr. Spaceman. Dr. Spaceman! (laughs) Dr. Leo Spichemin. He's sort of like picture Doc Nick Riviera from The Simpsons <laughs> as a real person. <laughs> and I think he delivered the funniest line of the whole series. Now, I'm going to say the line. I don't think I could do the line justice Let's say it. out of uh, context. Tracy wants his sense of smell blocked. So that's why he's at the doctor. And what uh, Chris Barnell has is this little troll doll pencil topper uh, on the end of these tweezers. And he looks at the little troll and says, Get a haircut, or I'm putting you up a black man's nose. Okay, you leave me no choice. Yeah, and then he says, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was such a strange thing to say yeah. to this little troll doll. Mm. I laugh so much. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Chris Parnell make, makes 30 Rock, makes the Screen Verdict podcast, in yeah. my opinion. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. He's my Ted Danson. <laughs> uh, less Emmys. So, I guess there are a couple of episodes I just wanted to briefly mention. A live episode this season, the second season they've gone live. How do you find 30 Rock when they go live? They did this in season five. At the end of the season, they threw in a couple of special or different episodes. They had a live episode and they had an episode of a fake reality show following... Jordan's wife. Yes. Or Queen of Queen Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. And when I watched them in season five, I thought they were quite funny. I enjoyed them, something a bit different. Then they did the exact same thing in season six. They didn't do a different kind of special episode. They just did a live episode and a Queen of Jordan episode. Hmm. And I felt like they were kind of the same as last time. They weren't really funnier. And because it wasn't the first time I'd seen it, it wasn't as interesting or original. Mm-hmm. I am not a huge fan of the live episodes on 30 Rock. I find it a bit awkward with the studio audience laughing at the jokes. I think it loses a bit of momentum. Like, it's the the way they rattle off the lines on this show. You usually want the momentum building. You don't want it broken by laughing. I think that sort of hurts it. And I, I just don't find the episodes that funny compared to a regular episode. I thought this year the live one was a little better. How they sort of did the 12 Angry Men parody uh, with it. They at least had, I think, a story, and you had a little uh, John Ham popped in for a sneaky ham appearance, which uh, was a very funny scene with him and Tracy. Uh, yeah, and the news reading scene. scene. Like there were some good moments in this live episode. I think it had a bit more hits this time. I think the thing that hurts the live episode the most is how sweaty Alec Baldwin gets throughout <laughs> the episode. <laughs> Can't uh, dab himself down in between takes. Yeah. I also think the Queen of... Uh, jo- I love the Queen of Jordan episodes. I just think they're so funny. I think all the characters, especially how Jack reacts to being on a reality show. I just really 
find hilarious. So I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Queen of Jordan ones. I don't think this year's Queen of Jordan one was as good as last year's, but I still really just enjoyed that. The other episode I just wanted to give a quick shout out to was Leap Day. I loved that episode. I just loved the idea that Leap Day was this huge thing. And I'm very excited for... Uh, 2016. Unfortunately, you just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Four <laughs> years, you got to wait to... I'm very excited. whatever leap day jokes you've got planned. Yeah. I'm very happy to don the blue and yellow um, and, you know, get the St. Williams gear on and celebrate leap day. <laughs> You're kind of my leap day party in 2016, gentlemen. Yeah, for sure. Good. I'll bring my gills. Mm. <laughs> Let's give... Season 6 of 30 Rock, The Screen Verdict. Mm-hmm. Let's start with you, because you were the one who was was saying, every season has exceeded my expectations. I'm waiting for the season to that it's going to start going downhill. Was this that season? I'm a really big fan of 30 Rock. I think, I think the seasons of the show, I generally rate 8 or 9 out of 10. I think at one point I might have even considered it the best uh, comedy on TV. This season... I thought there were a lot of really good moments, some good episodes, like the Leap Day episode, and I thought in terms of the one-liners, they still brought that sort of consistent sort of stand-up comedy-type humour to the show. But I think there were a little bit more misses this season. I didn't really like the Hazel character. And where it really went downhill was the storylines. Like, I like that stand-up comedy humour sort of woven into a story. When there's no story, it gets a bit choppy, just like joke, 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 mm. without any investment in what's happening to the characters. And I was a little disappointed to, for them just to kind of repeat the special episodes or whatever you want to call them mm. from last season. And I thought the finale would at least bring something together. Like something would happen that had related to the small stories that have been going on throughout the season and nothing happened. I, I really didn't like the season finale. I thought it was one of probably the worst episode of the season. So I enjoyed watching it. I watched it very quickly. It's very easy to get through. It's, I still found it funny, but I'm going to have to admit, I think this is the first season where I'd say 30 rock has gone downhill. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I've never been as huge a fan of 30 rock as Jonathan. Uh, and I definitely agree that the storylines this year didn't really go anywhere that interesting. But while watching this show, I was thinking, I'm really enjoying watching this show. Like, there, there is um, some real... I'm finding the jokes are landing a lot. I'm finding it really funny. I, I think these are a great group of characters. Like, I probably, like, really enjoyed watching 30 Rock this year. And there wasn't a Selma Hayek or a Julianne Moore this season that just came on and wasn't great and just dragged the season down. Uh, in my mind. So I actually really enjoyed this season. I quite liked it. It's probably one of my favorite 30 Rock seasons. I'll give it a uh, 7.5. There you go. We're in agreement for mm. the first time in a few podcasts. Yep. Um, oh, Dutchie, do you have a uh, score you'd like to give 30 Rock on the basis of the Wikipedia you've read? I actually read or it any quite... final comments? Uh, no final comments. I just want to thank you for letting me on the show. No just hang out and uh, play Jack Back Joyride. Um, <laughs> Not words with friends? No. Um, you, you wouldn't get on with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I don't I actually, like your face or words with friends. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I actually not hang rated, out. I actually rated a six. Okay. Because Good. I like Tina Fey and I like, uh, I like Tracy Jordan. 
so it's 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 rated six. Six for me. Does she okay. uh Wikipedia reviewer? Yeah. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Very good. Yeah, no, uh so housekeeping. Housekeeping. I had something on housekeeping. We launched last week a new uh Twitter hashtag for Sasha Baron Cohen, didn't we? <laughs> on Twitter, we told you to hit up the hashtag SBC, SBC. in our dictator review. Um, and I think it's uh, lit up Twitter. I think people have been very excited about this Twitter hashtag. Um, I'll just search for it, and uh, I'll read out some of the posts that there have been with this this hashtag. I guess we sort of uh, created. Okay, hashtag ASU. Zero after top of the first in the hashtag SBC championship game. So someone's playing a Sachin Baron Cohen championship game. <laughs> I'm Young T has posted hashtag SBC presents summertime fine birthday bash. So Sachin Baron Cohen has had a birthday bash recently. <laughs> someone's very excited about. Oh, here we go. This one's good. Eric King has posted. Thanks at Bryant Wright for your focus on unengaged, unreached people groups during your time as hashtag SBC president. So I'm being like the president of the Sasha Baron Cohen fan club. It's obviously catching on. People yeah. like <laughs> this the nickname a... that we've coined for Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. SBC. It seems like he's a man with the fingers in a lot of different pies. <laughs> yes. He's got championship games, presidents of speeches... Southern Baptists join at David Platt, John W. Carr, and Tony Meridia and me for the SBC adoption and orphan conversation. Hashtag SBC. So, if you want to know some of the weird and wonderful things that Sasha Baron Cohen's going up to, just search uh, hashtag SBC on, on Twitter. Yeah, it seems like he's involved in sports and adoptions, and like it seems like uh, it seems like a lot of people from the Southern Baptist Convention are posting about him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. People very excited about that hashtag we uh, started last week. You can uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Screen Verdict on iTunes, and like us on the Screen Verdict Facebook fan page. Have you done that, Dutchie? Well, I have not done that yet. Okay. It's like you're on your iPhone now playing some game. You could just... Uh, I could. Dash out of... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will do. I will do. Yeah. Also, um, we've got some exciting things in the works for the Screen Verdict podcast next week. The much-anticipated Game of Thrones Season 2 Review. I think this is the podcast we've been most looking forward to in some time. So this is very exciting. Uh, See you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. We're Wolf Permitzer, spooky, scary, plus we come in name, then becoming wolves.